Welcome to Fighting for the Underdog, the podcast that follows the tales of compassion and bravery of animal rights activists all over the world. As I interviewed these amazing people, I was truly inspired by the common theme of hope that they give to underdogs everywhere. They taught me that sometimes the greatest power an underdog possesses is never giving up hope. Hi, I'm Christina Bergson with the Animal Law Firm where we are fighting for the underdog in Colorado, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, and Tennessee. Today I would like to talk to you about microchips. For some reason, there is a common misconception that microchips have some sort of GPS locating capabilities. They do not. If your dog gets lost, no one will know where your dog is. Scanning the microchip or going to a vet to have them look up the microchip or going to a shelter to have them look up the microchip will not work. Um, Microchips are just an information carrying system. So the microchip is just a tiny little piece of chip. It's, It's like an old, for those of you who are old enough, it's a very tiny floppy disk and smaller than your fingernail or maybe about the size of your fingernail and it gets inserted underneath a few layers of your dog's skin or your cat's skin uh, usually in between the shoulder blades or just right at the scruff of the neck the base of the neck and um, it just contains the information that you put into it so your name your phone number your address sometimes your email address depending on the company And if your animal happens to get picked up and someone who picks up the animal scans it at some point in the process, then your information will pop up and they are supposed to call you. Doesn't always happen. Um, But they're supposed to call you and let you know. So that's why it's super important to keep your information up to date on those microchips because if you have old information or incorrect information, that's the person that's going to get contacted. So if you don't know what microchip company your microchip is with, you can look up the microchip number um, through, like if you just Google microchip number search, then this website will come up and it will let you put in your microchip number and that microchip will tell you what company it's with. And then once you know the company, then you can call them, verify your identity and, and get back into your account. Um, If you're not sure if your dog was microchipped, you can, or your cat, you can always call the agency that you adopted the pet from or the breeder or whatever. They should have the original microchip information because most places will do that nowadays. If not, then you can contact your vet. Like if you know you had it done, you can contact your vet uh, if you you know which vet did it um, and they can get you the number. Sometimes it's on your, your veterinary records or it's on your adoption paperwork. So if you still have that, which I recommend scanning everything related to your pet uh, if you don't do that already. Um, but yeah, so that's how you can find your microchip number. If you don't know the shelter, if you don't have the pet uh, adoption paperwork, if your vet didn't do it or you don't have any access to it, you can always rechip your pet and then use that microchip number um, and register that. It's possible to have more than one chip in an animal's body. They're very tiny, so it's unobtrusive. I've seen microchips migrate in the pet's body. So I've had a dog who ended up with a microchip in his paw. Um, it just somehow like migrated its way through his skin. I'm not really sure. I've only heard of that happening one or two times, but apparently it does happen. So um, microchips can also become degraded over time. I mean, it's in a living 
being and they're not super big so it's possible that um, the chip will become degraded and you know dissipate or break up or whatever so it's always good every so often to check your pet's microchip to make sure that it's still functional um, your veterinarian can do that at any checkup you just ask them hey can you scan my microchip so yeah keep your microchip information up to date um, i just gave you some tips for how to locate your microchip information and the company if you are in a pet dispute with someone else whether it's an ex-partner or a family member or friend or whatever call the microchip company and tell them that you're in a pet custody dispute and that no one and that they and that you want them to lock the account and that no changes can be made to the account without court order they'll do that and then that helps protect you and prevent the pet from um, you know getting the information changed uh, to another person um, also too if you're the owner of a pet and your microchip and your name is and information is on the microchip and another person has possession of your pet you can always report the pet stolen and then lock the microchip um, account that way that's a good other tactic too so um, because then it, like if the if your ex or whatever who has the pet takes the pet to a, a veterinarian or or a shelter even and they scan the chip it will come up as lost or stolen and they'll be like hmm this is weird and then they probably won't help your you know the other person but you gotta you gotta move quickly um but yeah microchips just an information storage system they are not smart in any way shape or form they do not have gps capabilities there's some companies out there that have it but they're not like it's like kind of like one of those tags for your iPhone. I, I forget what they're called. They might just be called tags, but it's like those GPS locating things for your keys or your whatever, and you like stick it on something so you don't lose it. Um, they kind I've seen them, they're collars and they kind of work like that, but they only work like if your dog is in an area where other people also have the same system and like there's Wi-Fi. So if your dog gets lost in Yellowstone, like that's not gonna work. Um, but if your dog gets lost in a crowded neighborhood or a crowded city somewhere and there's a few people in the area that have the GPS, the same GPS system, then it will ping on their phones. But it's kind of like a shot in the dark. I mean, hey, it's better than nothing, but um, it's not a reliable source. So the most reliable source to prevent your pet from getting lost or stolen is to always have your pet on a leash. It is your best friend and my favorite thing to see on an animal when I am out and about. So, um, Stay safe out there, underdogs. Until next time, take care. That was such an inspiring interview. I learned so much, and I hope you did too. If you were moved as much as I was and want to support this amazing organization, please visit my website at theanimallawfirm.com and check out our merch page, or follow the links to donate to this organization directly. All profits from merchandise sold on my website go to support the guests on my show. If you want to support the podcast, please share us on social media and give us a five-star review. It really does help. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, my fellow underdogs.